Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Are you or no? You're so far away. Yeah. Welcome back to the Shaken Not Scared podcast, Shots of Horror number four. Here with you as always, your hosts, Eric and Vivi. We finally got a new home. Finally. You can probably tell because the sound is not our regular sound. Yeah, I hope it's not super echoey. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. In the wake of us getting a new home and trying to get it ready for us to move in, we had this idea to talk about some of the most haunted houses in horror movie history. Before we get into that, how are you, Vivi? Let's hope that talking about haunted houses doesn't bring those bad vibes into the house. I don't think this place can have bad vibes because there's only ever been one owner and they're not dead. As far as we know. Right. There could have been dead people before this, like in Poltergeist. Which we will eventually record. Yeah. You know, I thought getting a house would be like the end of all our problems, but it, it really just seems to be the beginning of new problems. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Okay, we're good. We're, we're working on it. If not, we're just going to make the house haunted and then we could just be like, yeah, that, that's all falling apart because it's, it's, haunted. it's a haunted house. Yeah. yeah. We like the vibe. It's broken because it's We haunted. want it that way. All right. So before we jump into this list of 15 best haunted house horror movies, according to Screen Rant. I don't know if I agree. Are we drinking something for today? We are kind of perfectly on brand. We found a beer that's called Haunted House by Alagash. It's a hoppy dark ale. Yeah, I like it. If you like Negra Modelo, it's kind of like that, but in an IPA kind of way. It kind of tasted like um, Guinness to me. Yeah, they have that like full, foamy, thick beer taste. I don't think I'm enough of a beer expert to comment, but sure. Should I open it up then? Yeah, let's hear it. It's right in the middle Release of the table. Release the Haunted House. That was not a satisfying open. <laughs> Amazing. Now pour it into your throat because we have no glasses. <laughs> there you go. Some sound effects for you. It's good. Hoppy Dark Ale. The artwork is pretty cool. The can is purple. And there is a haunted house among many other regular boring looking houses. Which is what we're trying to get this place to look like. Yeah, but the outside's going to have to come later because fuck, I'm tired. We're tired. We're out of money, but we're happy. Yeah, we're here. We're out here. So before we jump into it, how do you rate this haunted house beer by Allagash? So I'm not a fan of like Guinness and stuff like that. It's good. It's just not my jam. So I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5. Ooh, I'm going to give it a 4 because I do like dark beers. Yeah. Yeah, it is full. The flavor is there. I like it. It's a little stouty. I just want to see what's in it. It's chocolatey. It says it's got, it's hopped with crystal. Meth. Meth. No, nugget. Cascade and I can't see in these. Oh, Northern Brewer. The fuck is that? None of those are flavors. I am clearly not a Cicerone, Shishironi. I don't know. That's the word for like sommeliers of beer. Oh, really? But none of those things sounded like ingredients. Not even nugget. Nugget of what? Gold? Chicken? I don't know what we're nuggeting about. Well, are you ready to hear the 15 best haunted houses uh, according to Screen Rant in horror movies? Yes. Are these real life haunted houses like based on true story? No, so it's going to be just anything in a horror movie, whether it's real or not. Some of them are, obviously, like Conjuring. There's going to be the ones that are based off true stories. But I want to say up front, there's a couple that I haven't seen. So I hope this isn't a boring episode because I'm going to be like, haven't seen it. Sorry, next. You probably have. I think there's a few in here that you have seen and I haven't. Okay. But in case we don't know them, I did bring the synopsis. So we could say up front, like, hey, I don't really know this one. What does it say? The one that they chose for number one, I disagree with. Some of these adaptations have also been redone. So I'm giving oh. the year with it because it's the specific one that they've listed. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so like Amityville, the right. original versus the- Ryan. 
Ryan one. Yeah, <laughs> the Ryan one. Who's his wife in that? Is that Kate? The actress? I have no idea. I think it's Kate Beckinsale, isn't it? Oh, no, no. no. Am I thinking of Click? Maybe. That's a totally <laughs> different movie. Adam Sandler is the equivalent to... No, I will not disrespect Ryan Reynolds like that. So the 15th one is the Amityville Horror 1979 with Josh Brolin's dad. So we did cover this one, and it was one of our earlier episodes, which... You know. Wasn't it like the fifth one? It was pretty early on. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I actually prefer the Ryan Reynolds version. I prefer the Ryan one too. It's, I don't want to disrespect the 79 because I think it was okay. I think it was all right. Mm-hmm. But I think Ryan does a better performance and you could see the trauma and sweat like oh, taking you can over see his. The sweat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> taking over. I do like the dog better in the original Amityville. But from a haunted house perspective, is it survivable? So that one, I like how we're starting off with the most loaded one that I could think of because like we mentioned, it's the site of an actual murder. Then the family that moved in that this movie is based off was like heavily discredited. The Warrens came in and did their thing, but also were discredited. So I don't know. Based on the now family that lives there saying that the house absolutely has no activity, I would say, (laughs) yeah, I could live there. Okay. But, you know, there was a lot of children murdered there. Yeah, I was going to say for the sake of superstition, as a guy, I guess it's supposed to attack men, right? So I guess as a guy, I should be scared. Yeah, but I'll give you that one. The family escapes, so I'm assuming we could also escape. (laughs) (laughs) Number 14 is House on Haunted Hill from 1959. Okay, I have seen this one. Vincent Price, right? Yes. Of course. It is something that I would have to watch again because I remember watching this in like high school, college, thinking it was just very telling of its time. But maybe I think I would appreciate it more now especially taking into consideration that like one of the biggest icons in horror is in it so i haven't seen it ever but i know that when we talked about house on skull mountain we said it's kind of like that murder mystery something's going on in the background people are getting picked off kind of vibe yeah i would be afraid that someone even if it wasn't superstitious was like picking off my family if if i just got called and they were like hey uh blah 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 died and they want you to come with a bunch of other random relatives that you've never met to come find out who this dead rich person is giving their fortune to. Even if the person who's giving the fortune isn't weird and superstitious and has some sort of curse around their fortune, I'd still be afraid that the others are (laughs) because everyone else is here to take this fortune. That is a good point. You're going knives out. You want me to read the synopsis? Yeah. Price plays an eccentric millionaire, Frederick Lauren, who, along with his wife, Annabelle, has invited five people to the house for a haunted house party. I mean, I'll go to the party, but I'm going to be on the edge the (laughs) whole time. But I'm going to be suspicious. Yeah. Whoever stays in the house for one night will earn just 10K. In the 60s. How much is 10K in the 60s? I mean, still 92K. All right, I guess just to spend the night. 92K. Sleep over. For one night. With a bunch of people I don't trust. I don't know. Are you rich? Why are you only giving me 92K? (laughs) Why aren't you giving me a million? Doesn't sound like you're that rich. Right. Sounds like you're cheaping out a little bit. Right. Give me like a barrel of whiskey or some shit. So you wouldn't stay in a house for almost 100K. With it. With the 100K. Okay. <laughs> As the night progresses, the guests are trapped within the house with an assortment of terrors. Again, I haven't seen it, but like, is it that there's something in the house haunting them? Or is it them picking each other off? Or is someone possessed? From what I recall, and I could totally be mixing up movies, Vincent Price is the one picking them off and orchestrating the whole thing. But then at the end, it turns out that it is actually haunted and he pays the price. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Was I that on purpose? I did not mean to do that there. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. If you had ended it at Vincent Price's killing everyone, I'd be like, this is in a haunted house, haunted yeah. house movie. It's a murder mystery. Would you describe I don't know. If it's a person that I thought was my friend, I might not because I'm like 
trusting of my friends. Oh, gotcha. So like if one of your best friends was yeah. the one who died? Was one of the people who was like, what? But then I'd also be like, why why, why are you giving away money? Why do we got to stay at this random house? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Also pick a theme. Is it a haunted house party or is it a slumber party? You could do both. I don't know. Scares for- all night. <laughs> what is a haunted house party? Do you wear a costume to that? You know, because like Halloween party, you're like, yeah, we're a costume, but a haunted house party, do you go as a ghost? Like, No, they bring the ghost. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You've seen this one for sure. So number 13 is The Changeling from 1980. I've talked about this many a time. I cannot get through that movie. I know it's a classic. I want to watch it. It takes too long. I know, I know, slow burn, but it takes too long for me to get to the haunting part. Maybe it would pay off in the end, but I just don't know. I've always wondered why The Changeling was a haunted house movie. Aren't changelings like a being, a cryptid? It it doesn't follow like the typical definition of a changeling. It's like a little boy died in the house and is trying to communicate with a person who is grief stricken. So, you know, close to death or like very vulnerable. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I've never seen the end. Plot twist. It's a cryptid. Oh, maybe. Isn't the poster, I haven't seen the poster in a while, but isn't it like a dude like scratching at his skin? No, it's literally a reference in every horror movie ever is that wheelchair in the attic. Oh. Don't know if you want to give the synopsis or from what I remember. It says the plot follows an esteemed New York City composer who relocates to Seattle, Washington, where he moves into a mansion he comes to believe is haunted. It does say, though, that the screenplay is based upon events that writer Russell Hunter claimed he experienced while he was living in the Henry Treat Rogers mansion in the Cheeseman Park neighborhood of Denver, Colorado in the late 60s. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I visit that house. In the Cheeseman Park? Cheeseman. Fucking low cheese. I'll go. Henry Treat Rogers at Cheeseman Park? What a treat. I don't know if I would be afraid of this. Like you said, it's boring. Is the haunt that you're just bored to death? I think it's just not enough scares for me, not enough like building of suspense. It's too spaced out. Part of a, the big plot is that he's like grieving. He just lost his wife and daughter in an accident. So people think he's kind of going like a little crazy mm-hmm. investigating this home. I don't know. I could see how trauma through tragedy could be more haunting than the house itself. Which might be the appeal of the movie. Again, if you're like screaming at me, watch the movie before you judge it. I've tried. I've tried (laughs) multiple times. Oh, no. That just doesn't make me want to watch it. There is a less drive-in version that I think would motivate me more to watch it. Uh, Number 12 was Crimson Peak, which we actually watched not too long ago at Nightmare Fierce. And I think Jazz from Girl That's Scary was on there, too. I didn't pay attention fully to the movie because we were all talking. But the gist was that there is this family that has an ancestral relationship in a house. With Alice, the girl who plays Alice in Alice in Wonderland. I'm trying the guy really hard not to laugh. The, girl, the guy falls in love. It's Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Falls in love with the girl, but he's got this incestuous relationship with his sister who ends up trying to kill her. And so in order to kill her, spoiler alert, by the way, he has to kill himself or that some is, shit. I can't remember. It's just weird. The most unhinged recap of that movie I have ever heard. Is, a lot of people like that movie, right? I think it's beautiful like i think the effects are beautiful i think the it's costumes are beautiful the storyline is creepy i think it's just the whole incestuous relationship is what takes you out of it for a sec because you're like oh that's just it's just gross i mean it is of the times i guess true i guess would you die so i don't drink tea <laughs> so no <laughs> because that is how the sister poisons her now if she put it in coffee i'd be fucked I wouldn't walk into this house that has no roof. That's not true because when 
the search was getting real desperate. You're like, fuck it. It doesn't have a roof. I'll move in. I'll that, fix it. That house had a roof, okay? Relax. <laughs> this one did This not. one also has a roof. It just has a hole in one section of the roof. Which is too much. Too one much hole. hole, too many. <laughs> so you wouldn't fall in love with love. You wouldn't fall in love with a giant hole in your sister. What? <laughs> I was going to say you wouldn't fall in love with Tom Hiddleston. Oh, is that why the sister fell in love with him? I would also die. Tall, handsome, dark Long. stranger. Yes, probably. Ah, when you find out the sister stuff, that's when it gets gross and you got to run. Okay, okay. I think I, I would find it very weird that his sister was like always around. I'd be like, she's got to go. The signs are all there. I think that's why I'd be like, no, I don't even know that I'd step in the car with this guy because his sister's too involved and I can't handle it. It's either it's just you and me or nobody because fuck. So number 11 is The Conjuring. So I really love that movie. Would I survive it? I don't know. It seems like Bathsheba seems to target the women because she falls in love with the husbands. So probably not. But I also don't have children. So like... I'm also not hot. I don't think Bathsheba is like... She kind of did. She don't got a lot of <laughs> options to be picky. <laughs> she, oh, so even a dead bitch would love me? That's a compliment, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I didn't mean to say bitch. I respect women. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of a bitch. She's trying to kill some children. Yes, okay, fine. You saved me there. Thank you. <laughs> From a haunted house point of view, I think this movie is fucked. I would love a house that's haunted, but if the ghosts are, like, messing with me, or the demons, whatever it is, Bathsheba, I don't think that's cool, man. Like, either you're going to pay rent or you're going to get out of here, because I'll let you haunt me if you're paying me. Yeah, that's actually, like, <laughs> a good debate or topic of discussion. How haunted are you willing to go? Like, ghost that just opens all your cabinets, slams your doors, messes with your lights, are you okay with that? Versus full-on poltergeist, touching you, bruising you, haunting. If they're hurting you, then I think you need to go. But I like to think that ghosts are just people in the past, because obviously they're dead from long ago. And they're like, what the fuck does this do? <laughs> And they're like, Just oh, this, turning light, on this the, turns on the lights. All right, yeah. cool. They turn the dishwasher on. They're like, whoa, they didn't have these in the 1920s. Doors? We didn't have these. <laughs> Sometimes I think about how the thing that makes me sad about dying isn't even being dead. It's that I won't be able to see all the cool shit of the future. So that's what these ghosts are doing. If I have that kind of ghost, it's kind of like cool. You're cool with that? Right. But if I have ghosts that are like, oh, this is what lights do now. But also, fuck you. And then they bite you. I think I would get mad at that point, and then it would become personal. You'd, like, fight the ghost? No, I'd, I would be like, we're getting a medium, we're getting sage. A Ouija board? You Or you're, like you said, about to start paying to live here, because you cannot have that attitude and try to live here. <laughs> right, for free. <laughs> for you to be kicking me out of my house. A lot of these movies end with the family just running away. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you sell the house? How do you get your money back? Well, why'd you leave? Why are you selling this house? Oh, we fucking ran out crying and the house imploded on itself like in poltergeist where the house just blows up what do you do well insurance i guess but <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one's a little different act of god clause yeah in your policy act of demons i'll say do you cover demons? imploding houses <laughs> probably not they were like oh, i'm sorry in the fine print you didn't pay the extra two fucking dollars for, for the years. poltergeist <laughs> clause yeah if something happens to you that's possible in a horror movie you're not covered <laughs> <laughs> fuck all right number 10 house I have never seen or heard of this one, but it's apparently a Japanese experimental comedy horror film from 1977. I have not seen this. Your face was telling me everything. I was like, okay, she's never heard. It is about a schoolgirl traveling with her six friends to her ailing aunt's country home, where they come face to face with supernatural events as the girls are, one by one, devoured by the home. So the home literally eats you. That's pretty crazy. Not only are there ghosts who just mess with you, ghosts who bite you, but the house is eating you. <laughs> Have you ever seen, and this is the only movie I can think of. Monster House? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to put that on this list because I know that's animated. It's fun. But that That, movie is scary. That is a legit haunted house. Like, not the person is haunted. The the actual house 
is like you. fuck you. Yeah, it's front door is the mouth. That I movie is so fun. That's what this sounds like. Yeah. And if that's the case, then yeah, I would agree that this is up there. Like, what drives a house to do that? <laughs> Pull its microphone to house. <laughs> Can you answer, please? Interviewing houses now. <laughs> that's how looking for houses should have been. Going up to the front door with a microphone and the real estate agent's just like, what the fuck are you doing? What is your trauma yeah. house? What's happened to you? What Can do we you... need to know about you? Where do you see yourself in the next 20 years? Oh, I see. No, it's not the one. Not enough trauma. I'd imagine we want less trauma. <laughs> All right, number nine, poltergeist. Oh, man, this is going to be hard to comment without ruining our opinions later on. All right, let's keep it light then. Light. Just light. What did I survive at? I don't know. It devours you in the end if you don't get out fast enough. But also, I don't think I would have stayed there as long. No. The moment that that tree starts fucking with you, I'd be like, all right. They're experiencing shit. And they go ask the neighbors jokingly, like, hey, you guys noticing anything odd? No, dude. The fucking tree ripped your kid out the upstairs. Anyway, I'll save it for the movie. Point is that, like, there are things in there that'd be like, no, I'm out of (laughs) here. If I'm getting sucked into the closet like a vacuum. As soon as I got my kid back, they stay there one more night before they move. I would have been like, no, no, no. We can can just have the movers handle it. We got to go. But all these families do that. Paranormal activity. When Katie's like, nah, never mind, I just want to stay. And Mika's like, okay, sure. There's the other side of it where there's families that are like, we can't run away. It's following you. Yeah. It becomes the haunted person instead of the haunted house. And I think so many um, films started doing that as kind of like a fuck you to audiences of saying, just move houses. (laughs) Number eight. The Legend of Hell House from 1973. Never heard of it. Oh, no. I haven't seen this one either. So the synopsis says that it's based off of a novel from Richard Matheson. It says that four people with alleged extrasensory powers are called upon to spend a weekend in a supposedly haunted house. That sounds like Puppet Master, which we should Oh, my God. (laughs) That movie is so fun. We should cover it soon. To either prove or disprove the presence of ghosts. Robbie McDonald character has been in the house before and refuses to treat the possibility of paranormal activity lightly. Scientist Clive Revel believes that he can trace the happenings to rational explanations involving electric current. Pamela Franklin is convinced that if spirits exist, she will be able to communicate with them. And Gail Honeycutt plays Revel's young wife, right, for possession. So everyone in here is just crazy. At which point do you decide it's the house that's haunted and it's not the people who are just insane? That's true. You're just like, everyone in here is wild. However, I will say I get so tired of that. The wife finds out the house is haunted first trope and the husband doesn't believe her till it's too late. It's Hollywood trying to say that women are vulnerable and men are strong and don't believe and they're rational. I think it's also the thing of women were usually the ones in the home most of the day. Right. Because yeah, I can tell you, all these movies, a majority, at least the ones that we know, the dude is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but because we haven't seen it, I guess we can't tell what kind of murders and deaths there are in this movie. Well, I wouldn't be invited because I don't have psychic powers. <laughs> Yet. I don't know if I want psychic powers. That sounds like a lot of responsibility. I can't imagine the ones where like you hear voices at oh, all fuck times. That. The voices um, inside my own head are enough. Thank you. <laughs> I might be invited because I see things before they happen, but I see things and don't know that they're things that are supposed to happen Deja vu. until too late. Like I'm like, oh, I knew this was gonna happen, but I didn't know it for sure. Do you know I what I mean? I get very mundane dreams where I'm doing things that don't make sense to me, and it's usually like things that haven't happened yet as well oh so we should tap into this together it's never like a thing that you can say oh i know this is like i've had a premonition i have had a vision like yeah that's so i wish (laughs) i could i just said i don't want that responsibility and that's probably because of that show i was (laughs) gonna say i wish i could do that but no i don't well because it always ends up not working out. backfiring yeah you can't change fate allegedly number seven insidious So this is one that I was debating, is it a haunted house or is it a haunted person? 
I wouldn't consider this haunted house. I wouldn't either because it follows them from home to home. Dalton is definitely the one that's haunted. That being said, this is one of my favorite horror movies. (laughs) Everybody knows this, not a surprise. It's something that would terrify me so much to enter the further. Because it seems like you can see things that have happened in the house. Like the murderous sisters. Oh, right. That's fascinating to me. I don't think I'd survive. If a demon locked me up in the dream world, though. That's true. Yeah, because like the only way you can survive this is if you actually have powers. But the demons got full reign in this other world. Yeah, they have the advantage. Now, I actually haven't seen the rest of the Insidious franchise. And I think the newest one is coming out directed by Patrick Wilson. So I feel like I don't know the whole myth of the further. To, like, comment on it. The next one is Juon, The Grudge, from 2002. So, we're talking the Japanese version? Yes. I haven't seen the Japanese version in a long time. I also haven't seen it since, like, high school. I don't like it. I remember thinking that kid being under your sheets and and on you. I'm just like, ugh, get away from me. Yeah, I think just from pure disgust, I'd, like, run out the house. Was it the the American grudge where the hand is coming out of her head when she's showering? Yes. Okay. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. I haven't seen this one in a long time, so I can't comment. But yeah, I mean, the story itself, like we watched the show on Netflix that was like a series about this yeah. war. I actually did not see a lot of people talk about that. I don't know if we were in the horror podcasting space yet at that so. time. Or if we were, we were really new to it. And I didn't see a lot of people talk about it. But I did remember the show being very eerie and interesting. Yeah, we should talk about it. The show was really good. The show was a little confusing because I felt like there was stuff there that I don't know as an American. There's probably things that are just, you know, within the Japanese culture that went over our heads. I will say I remember the sound being (laughs) so irritating. And now I just think of like Tina from Bob's Burgers where Uh, she's like, yeah, kids are so fucking annoying at school (laughs) when they would make that sound. Oh, my God. I remember that. It was endless. Endless. It was that. And the was that. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) If you were here in the worst time. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we did. The orphanage. Is number five from 2007. I remember really enjoying this movie and I want to rewatch it. Yeah. So bad. Refresh my memory. So it says that it's a 2007 Spanish gothic supernatural horror home. Could you add more adjectives? Fuck. The plot centers on Laura, who returns to her childhood home, an orphanage. Laura plans to turn the house into a home for disabled children, but after an argument with Laura, Simon goes missing. <laughs> it just threw Simon in? Oh, okay, no, Simon, because I skipped this line before, it says that her adopted son is Simon. Okay, so her son goes missing. Does the house take her son? Is it like he gets lost amongst the other missing children? From what I remember, it was a very eerie feeling to the entire film. Her child goes missing and is missing for months and presumed dead. But I remember the child with like a sack over their face. Oh, I think that was in the picture, the poster. Why would you go back to your child at home? An orphanage. She had fond memories of it. Okay. I thought it was like she had a shitty experience at the orphanage and then was like, fuck it, I'm going back and then I'm going to turn it into my house now. Well, way to like reclaim your trauma if that's the case. Yeah, I guess so. The only way to come above it is to be in it again. So the fourth one is The Others, 2001. And I haven't seen this in a long time. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. I fucking love this movie growing up. It was one of the first like mindfuck movies as a kid that I was like, ah! I was blown away to the wall. Like, imagine existing and then finding out you're dead. I do like the premise. Like, the haunted or the ghost is the one thinking that the live people are the ghosts. That's crazy. It's like what you said earlier about the ghost just going about the house being like, what's here? What's this? Who put this whole house here? This used to be a ranch. (laughs) (laughs) They decorated horribly. Yeah. It's definitely just a what is going on with her? What's going on with her life? 
kind of remember her kids being annoying. Because they're dead. Because they're dead. Ugh, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, she just keeps getting a bunch of visions and shit. I would hate to, like, live here. Because I guess in this case, it's like the question is, would you want to be a ghost in a haunted house? No, because you're stuck. If you don't know you're a ghost, that fucking sucks. Yeah, because then forever on, you're like thinking everything is a ghost. And then what happens when they tear the house down? I remember one of the heavy plot points is that her son is very ill and can't be in sunlight. And I'm guessing (laughs) the humans are opening up the curtains and she's losing her mind thinking (laughs) that her child's going to die. Ghosts or vampires? Ghost vampires, yeah. (laughs) No, yeah, I don't know that I would stay sane. And do you, like, forget? Do you, like, live it all over and over again? Yeah, like, the moment you realize it, is it, like, a snap? Reset button? I feel like ghosts are a really interesting premise, and haunted house films have just become cliches a lot of the time. Because you could do so much with ghosts. Haunting of Hill House. That was such a unique premise to me because not only with the psychic but the sister that was literally terrified of her own suicide and she didn't know yeah. i guess spoiler alert if you didn't see this show that's been out for years but i like that one probably the most out of all of them oh in the haunted hat dude oh yeah terrifying with the cane yeah yeah top three ready the innocence i haven't seen that movie oh no. have you seen it no so it's from 1961. It's a psychological horror film directed and produced by Jack Clayton. Its plot follows a governess who watches over two children and comes to fear that their large estate is haunted by ghosts and that the children are being possessed. So if you're a governess, I, I would just leave. If I'm a governess. These are not my a, kids. <laughs> these are not my problems. Right. Where's the governor? And why am I alone with these children? But I guess divorce. If I'm a governess and I have a large house, where's everyone else? Like, I, I've always thought about haunted houses in a house Full of people. Like, we have big families. My mom is one of 15, right? That's a big-ass family. At one point, there was 12 of them alive in one house. These haunted house movies are like, oh, one kid, two kid. One of them's divorced. It's like three people total in this whole house. I think I've seen bits like that where it's like you wouldn't even know your house is haunted in a Mexican household because no one ever shuts the hell up long enough. (laughs) Everyone's yelling. That's another sibling I didn't know I had. (laughs) Mom's popped another kid out. She just got back from the hospital, guys. I've never understood the being rich and having a giant fucking mansion. And it's just you. And it's just you and your two kids, apparently. Well, a governess, it's like a nanny, isn't it? Is it? What is? I've never heard. Oh, I guess she is. Huh. That's why I said, not my kids, not my problem. Bye. Who watches over two children comes to fear that their largest day is haunted by ghosts. So she's watching kids at a large house. You could take your kids and your rich people (laughs) problems and go over there. I mean, if the money's good, I guess. I'd survive that one. Second to last is The Haunting in 1963. But earlier you said Owen Wilson. The movie was called The Haunting, and it was released in 1999. That's the one that I remember the most, because I would dream of that fucking movie all the time. That one scene? And the specific scene where the lion's head of the statue takes his head off completely clean. That scene gave me nightmares. I couldn't tell you another thing that happens in that freaking movie. Me neither. I remember the main actress is the one from The Conjuring. I thought it was uh, Zeta Jones. Oh, is it? I thought it was Lily Taylor. Who's right? Who's right? Neither of us. Taylor the Haunting. Yeah, she was in The Haunting. Lily Taylor. Oh, okay. This says that the second most haunted is 1963, The Haunting. I haven't seen that one, but I would say that 99 was pretty crazy. I am just thinking about like Scary Movie 2 where they go to a mansion because that kind of goes in line with all the old Hollywood haunts, right? Of yeah. Giant house, rich person who doesn't know what to do with their money. Survive the night. Yeah. This one, I think the one from 63, and I'm assuming 99 was the same thing, is a paranormal investigator it just invites a small group of people to experience the hauntings in the house. Yeah. Investigate a purportedly haunted house. What does that mean? Reportedly? Purportedly. Like, purportedly. is he 
creating the fake haunts and then ends up being real. Do you remember the finale of this movie? Because I truly just remember that Owen Wilson scene. I don't know the meaning of the word purportedly. English isn't my first language, okay? <laughs> purportedly. Is it like allegedly? It is stated to be true, though not necessarily so. Allegedly. <laughs> Last but not least is The Shining, which I completely disagree is a haunted uh, house horror movie because it's a fucking hotel. Yeah. Motel. First hotel, motel, holiday <laughs> in. Uh, first of all, yeah, it's not a house. <laughs> they do live at the hotel, but only for the winter. It's not their permanent residence. Yeah, because we read the book too, and I think I prefer it's the It's completely book. different, yeah. The book is cooler, there's more color. But I don't think that this is... Number one, I think some of the other houses are definitely more haunted, more scary. Yeah, because in the hotel, it's just so much happening. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to do my best to separate it from the novel. The film itself doesn't make the hotel as haunted as it could be, if that's a hot take. Like, I think the film, one of the ways you can interpret it is, is it his madness or is this actually happening? And that's all I want to say. <laughs> I feel like I'm holding back so much. Like There are some very tame horror moments. But when you read the book, you're like, oh, shit, there's so much that could have been in the movie that was actually scary that the movie doesn't really do it justice. Like, I think the scene with the hallway and the two girls, like, it's creepy, but it's not that creepy. I appreciate that scene. I feel like it's one of the few scenes where you can get a background of the other caretaker and what happened. I feel like, again, what's not completely clear about that film is, is it the cabin fever that made these people do these things? But in... I said I wasn't going to talk about the novel. But in the novel, it's clear that the Overlook Hotel itself is evil and is what's triggering all the things it could be triggering in Danny with his powers that he doesn't know about yet. Right, because he's psychic. Could you survive the Overlook Hotel? I don't know that I have enough issues to get locked in. We got Wi-Fi? Yes. It's quarantine. It's the <laughs> pandemic all over again. It is. And we survived that pretty well. Do I have a Nintendo Switch? <laughs> Do I have video games? Do I have video games? Do I have uh, popcorn? There was a whole fully stocked kitchen. Right. They're the only like... thing that would probably not make you survive is that it's dry. No alcohol? No alcohol, remember? Uh... So I would die. <laughs> so I wouldn't make it. Nope. I'd be dead on instantly. Just the moment they're like, there's no, oh, don't even finish Not even going there. At the desk, at the front <laughs> desk, <laughs> in the picture in the background with my thumb up. Yeah. No, middle finger, because I'm like, where's the drinks at? Would you? Are we strictly talking movie Overlook yes. Hotel? Um, I don't know. I am mentally ill, so maybe the house would get me. Oh, it'd be fine, baby. I wouldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would. Mm, I would do my best to help. And then you end up like Wendy. Oh, or, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of the list, but I did want to do some honorable mentions. So what are your favorite Haunted House movies? Oh, you didn't prep me for this question. It's cool. So The Conjuring is one of my favorites. It is just, I think... It's weird to say this about a movie that was made in like the mid-2000s, but it is a nostalgic film for me. It's kind of a feel-good, and I think it's just very eerie. Again, I feel like we just talked about it on our Patreon episode, where there is just some scares in there that I would be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. And then what else? I might need a minute for this. One that I wanted to bring up was 13 Ghosts. 13 which... Ghosts is very fun. It's technically a haunted house, right? Well, he's collecting them and trapping them in the house, so yes, I will <laughs> give it to you. And then House on Haunted Hill was another good one. Is that not okay? There is way too many House on a Haunted Hill, Hill Haunted House, Last House on the Left, Hill Haunted. Like they all sound the same to me. <laughs> oh, I have one for you, Beetlejuice. Oh, I, I saw that, but I didn't think you'd want to include it. That in the Monster House, but Beetlejuice, yeah, it's totally fun. I would die. 
You'd die? You wouldn't make friends with the ghosts? I would make friends, but they'd also screw me over. Oh, but you're saying like the nice the nice ghosts. If they're nice ghosts, I told you I'd be, I'd be fine. But if they're piece of shit ghosts, or if I ended up with Beetlejuice, you'd fuck me over. So you saw this film. I did not see this. Girl on the Third Floor. Oh, yeah. Girl on the Third Floor. That's the one where he fucks the house. It's a horny house. Yeah. You should watch that. I'm not joking about he fucks the house. Oh. There's okay. a lot of coconut cream everywhere. All over. Mm. CM Punk, if you're a wrestling fan. All over, in and around his mouth. Don't get me wrong, there's like some nice, gory, creepy shit that happens in it. Uh, but there are some weird choices that are made by characters. So another one I found that's not on that list is A Tale of Two Sisters, which I also classify as a haunted person, not a haunted house film. That movie was so good. I want to rewatch it. Yeah. There were some very eerie moments. And it's beautifully shot. It's one of those, like again, time loop memory things. Like You're not sure what's going on. There's a twist at the end that's really crazy. It's emotional. It's a pretty good film. Again, one I would like to cover. Did you ever see The Skeleton Key with Kate I Hudson? I did, but I can't remember Is it anything. Kate Hudson? Oh, yeah, Kate Hudson. Uh, I remember it being a fun film as well. A you do? good twist at the end. Well, I liked it. I feel like it's not talked about a lot. I thought it was more like a mystery than it was a horror movie. It was a good story because uh, she signs up to be the caretaker of these two elderly folk thinking that the house is haunted but it turns out that the elderly folk are stealing the bodies of young people and living their lives over and over again damn yeah if you haven't seen it spoiler alert (laughs) yeah i guess another topic of conversation is just like haunted people because i would also say that like uh last night in soho is like a haunting yes you know that's true like it's not explicitly a haunting but it, it gives off that vibe of like living the memories of the dead wow there are so many that were not on this list yeah because another one oh the boy mm. where you think it's a haunted house film as well yeah well like you think it's a robert of the doll haunting yeah and then ends up being not that <laughs> yeah i guess that would be a possessed doll story but it's in your house. Okay, where do we draw these lines here? So th- those are all the haunted houses and the top supposed haunted houses in horror. But is there anything else we need to talk about? I would say suggest more modern or indie haunted house films. Because I feel like a lot of these are from the 60s and 70s. And I find it hard to believe that there just have not been any good haunted house films since then. Tell us your favorite haunted house film, even if it is on this list. Yell at us for not seeing some of these. Tell us if they're super good and worth checking out. Right. Tell us if the best haunted house movies that you like aren't on the list. That way we can go watch them. <laughs> but does that pretty much wrap it up for us here today? It does. Do we want to talk about what's scared Loki? No, right? Loki has not been in this house to get scared, not unfortunately. Yet. But as always, we hope you guys had a good time here with us. You can follow us pretty much anywhere at Shaken Not Scared Pod, except Twitter, Twitter, Shaken Scared Pod. You can send us an email at shakennotscaredpod at gmail.com. Support the show on Patreon. You can get early access to episodes our bonus episode and theme drink idea every month listen wherever you get your podcast give us a follow check out our drink videos go if you listen on youtube give us a like comment let us know what you think let us know what you're watching what you're reading join the discord be sure to like rate review all that good stuff and okay thanks bye bye